0: That we're done talking about stupid coworkers off mic.
1: Oof. it was a, actually a forty five minute conversation.
0: Yeah, I know, right? That's why we're late <laughs> podcasting. It's we've been talking about it for three days. Sorry, we're late. Uh, um, but we're not late, really. I don't think. A little late. it's whatever. Um, welcome to the
1: holidays. Oh, geez, it's um, for
0: radio stations.
1: I uh, I just realized that we only have seven more workdays until Christmas, which is horrifying. I
0: haven't even bought my mom's gift yet. I haven't bought. Any gifts yet? Amazon, I love you. Mm-hmm. I know. So good. Um, So Dylan is not here today Rip. because holidays and busy. <clears throat> so he's in, he's in Seattle making videos. He is. So we're just, you're just going to have to deal with us today. Hopefully that's okay. I think we're good. People. I think we're fine. Yeah. We're all right. All right. So hi. Welcome to the Bite Me podcast episode 108. My name is Adam West. I am Cliff and Dylan today. All right, sweet. So you're going to make all the weird, awkward noises. Weird noises, strange sounds. I'll play with my hair a lot. I'll drum on stuff. Yeah. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, We may potentially have a new listener this week that I. Just one? Just one. (laughs) I'll take it. Right. Um, I had to call Verizon because I've been going back and forth about getting this credit for an iPhone that a certain shipping company may have probably absolutely damaged in shipping. Oh, geez. Yeah. So um, I've been waiting for that credit. So I called back just to check and see what's going on. And his name is Austin. He lives in Arizona. What's up, Austin? And um, I called him with 10 minutes left in his shift. And uh, we started talking while he was opening my account and he said he was off in 10 minutes and I'm like, Oh, well hopefully this doesn't take that long. He's like, Meh, if it goes over 10 minutes, if it goes past how long I'm supposed to be here, I get paid extra. Just hang up on I'm you. like, sweet. I'm like, well, hopefully this takes a half hour. He's like, well that, that I, I, I do want to leave. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, so he came back on and he had like two or three minutes left and, uh, we'd have everyth- had everything wrapped up and he's like, so is there anything you want to talk about for three minutes? <laughs> and, um, uh, I'm like, well, what are you doing tonight? He's like, oh, you know, normally I go with my friends, but I think I'm gonna go home. Uh, talked about what I did for work, what he's doing, and um, he asked, or I asked him if he played video games, and he said, yeah, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption, or I just finished oh, nice. it. I got a PS4. I'm just really getting into gaming a lot. And did it, did and we talked about the podcast. And he said he was nice. gonna look it up. So, if there is an Austin in Arizona, I'm a real thing. I wasn't lying to you. It's a real <laughs> podcast, and.
1: Welcome. Yeah, I that's hope. how we get our new listeners one at a time. It's one at it's a time, a, and
0: it takes a phone call to customer support. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like calling customer support tends to be. Uh, so, anyway, uh, what do we got? We got some news to cover this week. We're going to talk about the Game Award winners. Uh, if you got an OG copy of Doom, well, you should be excited, maybe, if you're still into that thing. I, I hope you've been holding that
1: onto that for like 20 something years. Yeah, you should have. Came okay, 1993. Has it been that
0: long? Yeah. Wow. Uh, So we'll talk about that. Uh, Fallout seventy six. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Swords are swords. Swords. I was very swords. Oh, very. That's how you you spell sword. Yeah, swords are causing all kind of problems up in that Fortnite business. Um, The launcher wears is launcher wears launcher wars. I was reading three things at once. The launcher wars. This is going great. Launcher wars. Sorry. Oh, wait. Hang on. We're getting an important all page at work. What's What's this? Marilyn, called Diana at extension 1000. Marilyn,
1: called Diana. Yeah, nobody cares. No. Yep. The launcher wars. <laughs> the They're launcher beginning.
0: wars begin. Yes. Um, and the Epic Store is already causing some problems for Steam. So we'll talk about that. Plus our questions from uh, Alan S., Mansocks, Eddie, turned out for what? Vinny, some cheap free games and a troll corner. What? Yeah.
1: It's gamers oh, again. Yeah.
0: Gamers are in the corner, and I'm going to throw my own, you know, to follow that up. Perfect. Because I've got a gamer kind of thing. It just irritates the crap out of yeah. me. But first, we talk about what we're playing. You go first. I am Do still
1: it. playing Red Dead Redemption 2, and it's still exactly how it is when I've talked about it for the last four weeks. Super slow. Kind of slow, but lots of fun, lots of emergent storytelling, as I would say. Um, How close to finishing the main... Oh, not even remotely. Okay. I was talking to my brother, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to this quiz. He's like, you're only like a quarter of the way through the game. I'm like, yeah, whatever. What do you do? <laughs> I mean, he's got like 120 hours in the game, and I think... 85 of it's just been, like, fishing and hunting, so... Wow. You know, whatever. Okay. Um, But what I did play is the new game, uh, Mutant Year Zero. I think there's a colon with some other stuff after that, but I don't remember what it is, Um, which is a new game that is uh, free on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you can get it for free, and I think it's $35 if you want it on the uh, PS4 or the Xbox. And it is a, like, post-apocalyptic tactics game, so you play... As a mutated, like, anthropomorphic duck. And I was going to say pig, but probably more like a boar. Right. And then you've got some kind of, like, mutated human friend. And this takes place, like, way, 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 way in the future after the apocalypse. So to the point of where... They don't understand what humans did at all. Like, oh, wow. it's just, they don't. They don't remember a time
0: before. <laughs> so, is the that apocalypse. in the future? or Is that right now? Because I don't understand what a lot of humans are doing right valid. now. Valid,
1: <laughs> very valid. But you haven't seen any talking ducks. So, uh,
0: well, <laughs> if you stayed for that Daffy after credit scene, and Donald do not count. <laughs> if you stayed for the after credit scene in Guardians what? of Galaxy, was it Guardians? Yeah, yeah you saw a talking duck. <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying.
1: Um, but this is so. This is a, a turn-based tactics game. But it's interesting because. Most of the gameplay actually happens in real time. So, you know, you, they'll set you loose in this area and you walk around and you can collect stuff. And then what will happen is you'll see the bad guys and they'll have like this ring around them. And if you're walking, the ring's really big because they can hear you coming. If you're sneaking, the ring shrinks. Okay. And then what you do is you position yourself around those bad guys In a way that is advantageous to you. So maybe you're behind them. Maybe you're behind cover. And then you enter combat. And from that point on, it's just like any turn-based tactics game where you have a certain number of run points and then you can do an action. So just like um, Rabbids or any of those kind of games. Um, But it's got some kind of other tricky things. Like there are certain characters that can call for help. And so, like, I was streaming it. I, I've done. I've played it maybe an hour and a half, two hours, and I was streaming it the second day. And this guy, like, all of a sudden was like, hey, fellas. And four other bad guys just run out of the forest. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Uh, not good. <laughs> um, and at that point in time, I only had two characters, too. I, I picked up the third one later. And so then all of a sudden the entire battle changed where before I was kind of in this house and in cover and then all of a sudden four other dudes run up and start just taking pot shots at me in this house. It's super, 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 super fun. Um, If you like that kind of game, Um, it reminds me a lot of uh, Divinity Original Sin. Like I don't think you've played played that, but it's got that same kind of combat, but less like Divinity was really known for like it's emergent. Turn base so like you could knock over a jar full of oil and then set it on fire to kill people. And this is
0: isn't that a first person RPG? Mm-mm. What am I thinking? I'm th-
1: there was a Dishonored? game called Divinity, I believe. There is okay. a game called Dishonored too. That's uh, Dishonored. A kind of a it's a. What, what do I want to say with that game is it's a sneaky game, like, oh, a stealth? yeah, a stealth game. There you go, <laughs> sneaky game. Um, but that has a lot of kind of emergent stuff in it as well. Okay. So, but it's really fun, and the story is really good, and the characters are incredibly well written and super funny, um, th- just like in kind of goofy ways. Like they they don't understand what anything around them is. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time, like they're kind of like an advanced team that goes out most, almost everyone lives in these very like centralized, um, kind of city things and don't go out into the actual world because it's full of raiders and mutants and other stuff. And so they're kind of like one of these advanced teams that actually goes out and does stuff. So they don't understand the world because they haven't spent any time in it. So they get super confused by like slides and kids play forts and schools and houses and like you can pick up. Weird old tech, which is weird old tech then, but to us is like boom boxes and stereos, <laughs> and then take that back and trade it for like guns <clears throat> and it's It's a really, 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 really fun game, especially for free and this was a a non Microsoft studio like Microsoft doesn 't own these guys mm-hmm. that just was day one on Game Pass, so they really want people to play it there are we'll talk about it later, but there are three games coming out this month, like this one plus two others that are not owned by Microsoft that are day one. On game pass Really? So, yeah well I'm yeah. excited and good about that. stuff like really good stuff. so oh nice. Anywho cool. I mutant Year zero yeah. like if you have an Xbox go try it. it's it's really cool sweet. um
0: so we've got Super Smash Bros in our household. Oh how do you like it? I like it. We're still together <laughs> So um yeah, it's good. It was kind of funny because I came home on Sunday night. Uh, or Sunday afternoon after my dodgeball game, which I pulled another muscle, um, whatever. That's a whole other story, different podcast. Anyway, um, come home. Kevin was downstairs playing and I walked in. I, I looked in the uh, the room downstairs to the basement where our entertainment center, I looked in and, <coughs> excuse me, he was sitting there kind of like sunk into the couch with his look on his face. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, how are you doing? I'm fine. Okay. Um... Just playing some Smash Bros? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we okay? Is everything okay? I'm fine. I'm just frustrated with this game. And I'm like, oh, gotcha. Went upstairs and I watched a couple of movies and I'm like, you go ahead. (laughs) You work through that on your own with your video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's super fun because I, I love watching Kevin play games because he's he's so good. Just good, yeah. You know. And it's just fun to watch somebody who's good at these games. And then I tried playing it a few – the first time I tried playing it, I'm like, 30 seconds and Nope, not my, not my thing. Yeah. Bye. Um, then we went to a friend's house, played a few rounds there, and I got a little better. I'm like, oh, I lasted 90 seconds in that round. Not bad with four lives. Um, but then I was playing a little bit at home, and Kevin was talking me through some of the different moves and how to do these things and whatever – um, so I'm looking forward to diving into that a bit more. Have you played any of the single player yet? No. V- I haven't. That's what he's doing. I'm
1: very interested in the single player. It sounds yeah. really cool.
0: He's doing the single player. He's doing that and unlocking all the characters yeah. and collecting the spirits or yeah. whatever which I think there's like 1,200 spirits there's or a, something like that.
1: <laughs> 12 or 1,300. I was listening to another podcast today and they said that it was literally every character who's ever even been like adjacent to a Nintendo game. Like if, if you were in a game and it came out on Any platform Nintendo has ever done anything with, there's a spirit for that character. So yeah, Yeah,
0: so he's collecting those, and I'm playing it. You know, when he's not, not (laughs) when he's not. Um, So, but I've also been playing just a ton of Assassin's Creed Odyssey as much as I can when I can. Last week, um, I didn't like last week. Last week, I didn't play a whole lot just because we had people in town and it's holidays and work and. And that one thing that happened at work that day, and blah 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 blah. Um, but so, what I really like about Assassin's Creed Odyssey is that I was off of it for pretty much a solid week just because things were going on. I sat down with it yesterday, and I sat down with it around eight o'clock at night, and I didn't put it down until almost one in the morning. So, wow!
1: Yeah, that's a lot of. That's you've a lot. Be, I mean.
0: You've got to be getting close on this game, right? I'm no really. I'm really not. I'm just now level twenty, I think. Wow! Because I'm actually taking my time doing a lot oh, of things. Doing all so the side quests, I'm level doing twenty, which that, is a sure. which is I think You're a kind of little the middle, under probably. the yeah uh, close-ish to the middle. I just discovered the cult of cosmos and who the cult of cosmos leader is. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm not going to spoil it, but holy <laughs> twist, Batman! Um And it was real, real good. So I'm just I'm in love with it. Now, um, so Cliff knows this and if you're friends with me on Facebook, he saw me post this earlier today. I got oh, I a hoping, I'm big, very excited about this story. <laughs> story's great. So I got this big Coca-Cola plushy polar bear. Like big. 3 Yeah. Three feet oh, tall? It's, it's one of those big, like... Three and a half feet tall? Like, typically you see them at, like, CVS or Rite Aid with the regular teddy bear with the big heart. I love you on, like, Valentine's If I didn't Day. have
1: to be sitting this close to the microphone, it would be on my lap yeah, right yeah, now.
0: Yeah, So, I love him or her. We haven't decided. Um, so, this... <laughs> so, I walked over to one of our station's promotions areas, and we were talking, and uh, I brought up that I'm playing this video game called Assassin's Creed. And there was this mission, because I looked over, and I saw this bear, and there's this mission um where you have to you, it's this npc and she says that basically since i'm sure there are children listening basically that her husband can no longer keep up with her appetite if you know what i mean <laughs> okay so she sends you on this quest that the uh, Pythia, the, the Oracle, says you need to get this stuff and make this elixir and he will love you forever and blah, blah, blah. So you have to go on this hunt to get a deer tongue and a bear scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to pause and explain what scrotums are, go ahead. But anyway, so I'm like, OK, so I get the deer tongue and I go off and I go to the bear cave And I walk up, and as I'm walking up and sneaking around, because I know the cave is right there, I come up, I pull up my bow and arrow, and I use my ability to zoom in, and there's this big white bear sitting in front of the cave, just sitting there, like, all hunched over, just, like, looking at the cave, like, I'm a big bear, and I'm just going to sit here and stare at the cave because nobody loves me or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to kill this bear. You didn't shoot the bear, did you? I did. Oh. Because I had to. I needed that scrotum. It didn't. So I, I'm, I'm walking over there and I look up and I see this big white Coca Cola polar bear. No. Didn't know it was Coca Cola at the time. Just saw him from the profile. I'm like, oh, that looks like the bear I had to kill last night. And they're kill like, and steal it's scrotum. Right? And then I explain that whole story and I get to the bear scrotum part and they're like, wait, what? Um, and then one of our coworkers says, well, I bet it wasn't a Coca Cola bear. And I'm like, wait, is that a Coca Cola bear sitting right there? <laughs> She's like, yes. And then I go through my whole thing about I love Coca-Cola polar bears, and I've got all these Christmas yeah. ornaments on my tree, and I'm showing them pictures. And then our other coworker says, well, do you want it? I died. <laughs> I died, and I freaked out, and they handed it to me, and I hugged it, and I put its arms over my shoulders and its legs around my chest, and I carried it through <laughs> the office like it was an actual child. And I love him or her. Um, um, you love them. I love them. Here yes. you go. Yes, gender-neutral pronouns, super easy. super easy. I love them so very much. Um, yeah. It's a, it's absolutely adorable. <sighs> so, yeah. Anyway, so that's my story. I beat Adam to work. <laughs> if he doesn't take it home tonight, it's going home with nope, me tomorrow. not happening. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there's that. Um, I have a Coca-Cola polar bear, thanks to my love of bear squirrel. I was very... <laughs> You are welcome. I was very, I, he's, uh, I walked in, I'm like,
1: cool polar bear. He's like, I've got a story. I'll save it for the podcast. I'm like, there you I'm go. I'm very interested how the <laughs> coca bear is going to tie into the podcast, but there's your answer. Done and done. Luck like it.
0: So yeah. And um, in other news, what I've been playing, I've been playing this stupid game on my phone called Wordscapes. It's another one of those find the, like a boggle kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Loving that. Um, I'm playing, uh, it's called Assassin's Creed Rebellion. It's this it's almost like if you took um Fallout Shelter and mixed it with very uh almost turned based turn based Assassin's Creed style gameplay. Interesting. Yeah. So it's the same side view of like Fallout Shelter, but then you've got um these these missions that you go on and they're all very turn based and ability driven and blah, 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 blah. And it's actually cool. pretty cool. Nice. So I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> There's a lot of things I don't hate, though. So, anyway, um, I'll so there's a lot of things playing. I do hate, though. There's a whole <laughs> lot of those on that list. That's why I go with the things I mm. don't hate because it's a shorter list. Good call. Um, anyway, that's what we're playing. Dylan? Okay, I'm good. I've been <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> playing nerd, nerd, nerd. Okay, cool. I'm kidding. All right, cool. That's what we're playing. Yeah, if that, we're... That's a pretty a pot kettle, right? Kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I know. I just talked about a Coca-Cola polar bear. <laughs> uh, anyway, if we're not playing something that you think we should be playing, let us know in our Discord. Um, and you can find that at biteme.com slash Discord. Bitemepodcast.com. That too. Bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. I wish we owned biteme.com. Discord. Does somebody else own it? I think so,
1: yeah. Arrgh. Yeah. Matey. I really um, want to own biteme.podcast, but that .podcast doesn't exist
0: yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, did you know there's a dot .health? I found that out today. Did, me, did you find it out? Because I found it, just, it out probably the same way. <laughs> I would guess so as <laughs> well. I had no idea. Yep. Um, anyway, if you uh, would like to support our podcast, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Uh, for as little as a buck a month, you'll get access to the shows as soon as they're posted. While everybody else has to wait maybe 24 to 48 to 72 hours. Depending. Or today, three. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so, yeah.
1: Adam may also personally send you a, ca- a picture of his teddy bear. Coke, Coke bear? My Coca-Cola polar bear. Coca-Cola polar bear, Because yeah.
0: I've got my teddy bear, and that's a whole different thing. Different no, thing. kidding. Um, super cute, though. So, yeah. So, for as little as a buck a month, you could be a producer for 10 bucks a month. Um, and if you're a producer, you get access to... Uh, oh, actually, with, at any level, you get access to all of our other episodes and stuff, too, yeah. uh, before they actually go live for everybody else. Our producers are... Um, a bunch of people. Uh, they
1: are Alan Schulte. Love you. Me too. Austin Palmer, Jack Irish, Jacob Frank, who felt really bad because he's running, He's behind on episodes. And I said, it's fine. We'll still be here when you get back. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure. sure. Uh, Joe Cole Jr., uh, who I owe some props to, but not right yet. But I do. Okay. Just know they're coming, Joe. Uh, Kevin Schult, Tom McDermott, and Vinny Champa. Yay, love all those guys. We're trying to get Kevin to change the day of his wedding so we can do extra life over a weekend. Do you think that's too big of an ask?
0: I mean, it's not really up to him if you've ever dealt with any kind of a wedding. Ah, good point. I'm not, not I'm up not to in him. there.
1: Yeah, so well. I mean, I'm sure she likes us, though. I'm sure she does. Yeah. I took a picture for her the other day. Oh, Sounds of weird. What? Uh, a note in our city. Oh, I don't know. Some cool. sort of gifty thing. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, we love all of you.
0: Yes. Thank you guys for supporting us. And like I said, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and support us there. Plus, make sure you write uh, you rate us and review us on iTunes so we can get our uh, please yeah you know, stuff out there in front of other people's earholes. All right. Let's get into it. We have a bunch of it to talk about. He's not here to do it. So I'm just going to say news. news. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh news. Let's talk about it. The video game awards happened, Game Awards 2018, which I didn't watch it. Was it as eventful as everybody was hoping, or was it just kind of like It was probably Here's some trailers, Owen
1: Awards. Yeah, I mean, yes. It the format was exactly the same. Um but it was really good. Like okay. I think the Game Awards has kind of has kind of found its its pacing and found um the right way to present things. And I think it's a a little bit of a bummer that there are still a lot of awards that don't get announced with the ability to, for people to come on stage. Right. Um, it's
0: almost like the Emmy or Oscar Technical Awards where they yeah. do them 48 hours earlier. Um, and like some of these guys So and the they're shows, the ones who make they're like not to interrupt, but it's like like the Oscar Technical Awards or Emmy Tech Awards, like all these things, these are the stuff, these are the people that are like grinding to the bone and that's and that was really the thing is a lot of the
1: awards that didn't get announced on stage are awards that are going to mean a lot more to that person than like hey i'm the fourth dude from or from you know rockstar that got to got up and accept a red dead award of which we will win a hundred million this year except for
0: game of the year you know
1: well whatever (laughs) um where there's a lot of the indie categories that would have been really meaningful right. for folks to be able to get up and and actually be on stage and get the promotion that comes with you know being oh, totally. on stage and talking. Um, I was happy though the Celeste. Well, we'll talk about it, but Celeste won. Yeah, like I think two awards actually, or one award and like their full team was there and it was really cool oh, very to cool. to see all those folk. So.
0: Yeah, so just to run through the list in case you missed it. Um Game of the Year went to I called that one. Yeah, I was shocked. Like
1: Red Dead won so many other mm-hmm. awards for for this to come out and and take Game of the Year was was very surprising. Yeah,
0: God of so. War Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica super excited about that. Probably
1: the best part of the night was the dude who plays Kratos and I don't know who he is, um, who had the most amazing suit I've ever seen. Like, you should go watch the video of this. But, uh, and then the kid who plays Atreus. Boy. Um, <laughs> He's got a name. <laughs> whatever. Um, they were standing at the microphone presenting another award. And uh, and they're like, and the so and so award goes to. And like the kid's just kind of sitting there fiddling with the, the paper. And he just looks at it and says, Read it, boy, <laughs> and the entire crowd just explodes. It was very nice. good. Boy, go read this. Go watch that though, it's the That's guy's got an amazing awesome. suit on. It's well worth seeing.
0: Uh, so yeah, that was the game of the year. Um, and I'm uh, best ongoing game Fortnite. I don't think Couldn't anybody be was else. surprised. Yeah. Um, game direction, God of War as yep. well. Which the the technical part of directing that game that had to be kind of insane because it was a single shot the whole game. Yeah, I know. It's not you think that, but it's like I, don't I mean, know, except for the cutscene stuff. Which, no, it was all a single shot. Yeah, all of I it. I don't know. nothing like, broke.
1: I I, I heard a lot about that scenes. when it started, and like, yeah, I guess it. It to me, it didn't. It wasn't very impactful in the gameplay, though. So, I don't know. Well, okay. Yeah. I agree to disagree. We can agree That's to disagree. That's
0: successful. fine. Um, best narrative. See, I don't agree. No, well, only because I so slow. Red <laughs> oh, but Red God, the narrative is so
1: good, and the 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 thing that to me that's great about Red Dead's narrative is not only the narrative of the story, but the emerging narrative that comes just by running across people in the wilderness and by the side quests that you may or may not ever have to do, mm-hmm. and just the way stories happen in that game. I really, really like. So
0: okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, best art direction. I had never heard of this game.
1: So it's called Return to Oberdim, and if you've have you have you seen it Return since of, then? Yeah, Return of Oberdim. Oh, yeah. So. I heard, I'd never heard of it either, and the game sounds really, really cool, but the look of it is is really interesting. It's like a two-bit game, I would guess. Right. Um. It's like black and green. I mean, it looks like an original Game Boy game, is what it looks like. Yeah. Um, like the old-school black and white, but one color was actually green. Right. <laughs> um. Game. But the interesting thing about that is it sounds like a cool game where you are presented with these scenes kind of like in Tacoma. Yeah, I don't think you played that either. You're not but, yet. Um, and what you're trying to do is you're actually an insurance adjust adjuster uh, for a ship disaster, and you have to f- t- figure out who everyone is and what happened on that ship in order to figure out who was killed by an act of God or who was killed actually, you know, in the ship. And you have to identify who all the people were via conversations and scenes that are playing out before it happened. Oh wow! It sounds really interesting.
0: And I'm not what what platform is that on? Is that on just PC or is I, it you know maybe, I'm honestly I actually, not sure. I think it's everywhere. I think yeah. it's on everything.
1: I don't it just snuck past me. 100% <laughs> snuck past me.
0: Uh best score and music Red Dead Redemption 2 which uh,
1: it's good. I've been listening to it a lot.
0: I mean, I'm I because I've played a, Enough of it, and I hear the music, and I hear the soundtrack going, and I mean, it's good. Yeah. Celeste
1: had such a great soundtrack, though. I yeah. would have loved to see Celeste win. Um, uh, Lena Raine, who wrote that, actually, is from Seattle, and oh, really? she's very talented. And
0: Octopath Traveler, like, I'm glad and that I they mean, got nominated. It's got a great, it's got a great soundtrack. soundtrack. It's got well. some really, really great music. I actually think
1: God of War is great. Barry McCreary, McCreary is a fantastically mm-hmm. talented composer
0: um audio design Red Dead Redemption 2 again which the sound design in that game is pretty really good. pretty awesome. Uh, best performance of course Roger Clark is Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm surprised that it didn't go to uh, Christopher Judge's Kratos. Yeah I, and I'm not actually a
1: huge f- like maybe it's just the character. I'm not I'm not I don't really like his his Arthur Morgan. Like I think really. the voice acting is kind of weird. It's okay. yeah, I think the voice is kind of in
0: the whole game. Yeah. Um also Peter Parker in Spider-Man He's really, really, really good. Um, Games for Impact, that would be Celeste.
1: Yeah, and that was when they all got to go up on stage. It was really cool.
0: Yeah, if you've not played Celeste, it's a really, really cool, almost in the vein of Super Meat Boy kind of um, 8-slash-16-bit side-scroller platformer. platformer, Not scroller, but a platformer um, that tells the story about a girl who's dealing with mental illness, depression, and anxiety. And it's fantastic the way that they weave that part of the story into this just wackadoodle platformy thing yeah. is so, so good. The uh, the award,
1: when they accepted that, he said something. I wish I could remember exactly what it was, but paraphrased it was, and if you wrote to us and said, thank you for helping me get through something, like we didn't do that, you did that yourself. Um, it oh, was so really good. cool. It's the, watch the, the, uh, the acceptance speech for that. It was very good.
0: That's awesome. Uh, and, of course, they also got best independent game. Uh, best mobile game would be Florence Mountain. Florence, I'm sorry, by Mountains. Um, and Annapurna. Don't know. That I was game.
1: very surprised. Yeah, based on like I'd never heard of Florence, and I've heard of all the other ones in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, but annapurna has been making some amazing games lately. Cool. So. Uh,
0: best VR AR game, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Heard nothing but amazing things about this game. Yeah, but I've also
1: heard nothing but great things about Beat Saber and Moss and Tetris Effect. So right. I was surprised.
0: So there's that. Best action game, Dead Cells, of course. that The action Great in that game, game is so, so good and satisfying. Um, that's, that's
1: a big win against some big players.
0: Yeah, because Destiny 2, Far Cry 5, Mega Man, Call of Duty, yeah. like for a little indie game to pull that off. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Best action adventure game, God of War. God of War. Which, because mm, now that I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit more into uh, into yeah. that. And it's interesting that... Assassin's Creed got nominated for best action adventure game, but not best role playing game because mm-hmm. it's way more of a role playing game, I think, or an action RPG. I think the
1: problem with with role playing these days is almost every game seems to be like a, I mean, yeah. role playing game is such a hard category these days because it used to be like a role playing game was like JRPG or Western RPG, like, and they they had yeah. some very tight things, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I was talking to someone one day, I'm like, is Mass Effect uh, an RPG? Like, because you've got parties, you've got progression, you've got, you know, stats, you've got, like, I don't know where RPG stops at end these days. All
0: right. Um, just to hit a couple of uh, the last few big ones real quick, best fighting or best role-playing game went to Monster Hunter World, fighting game Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Family game, Overcooked 2. If you hate your family. Oh, yeah. If you hate your family and you want to end up in family therapy and counseling together, please play <laughs> Overcooked 2 as a family. I dare you. Um, strategy game, I heard a lot about it. Still haven't played it into it's the on breach.
1: right now and I want to buy it real do bad. It.
0: Why not? Yeah. That's what we do. We buy things we don't need. The
1: soundtrack's great.
0: Uh, best sports racing game, super cool. Forza Horizon yeah. 4. Uh, multiplayer game would be Fortnite. Content creators, some guy named Ninja. Yeah, so,
1: so now he milkshake ducks, like tomorrow. Milkshake ducks, what is that? So it's when someone goes from like, hey, being like okay and whatever to doing something horrible. It's happened the last two years for whoever's one content creator. I don't remember who did it two years ago, but last year it was Dr. Disrespect and he won the best content creator, and like two weeks later was like, Oh my god, I'm cheating on my wife and my life's falling
0: apart. So well, and did you hear not to make it even darker, but did you hear about the streamer in Australia? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, who evidently smacked somebody off camera. Beat up his wife on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Not, they called the not cops. Cool. He's in jail now. Not cool. Uh, best eSports game would be Overwatch. And eSports Athlete of the Year, Dominique Sonic Fox McLean.
1: Go watch his acceptance award. It is magical. Yeah. Absolutely magical. I heard about magical. It, and it's supposed to be really, really he's good. He's incredible. Like so, that dude, I... That's real cool. He's my new favorite person. He's amazing. Yes.
0: All right, now that we covered all of that, let's get on to the next thing. If you still own your copy, original copy of Doom, uh, the Doom creator is going to be releasing new levels for 1993's Doom next year. It's 25th anniversary.
1: This is so bizarre. Um, so this is John Romero, who was one of the like big three in the creation of Doom and Doom 2. Mm-hmm. Um, big founder of id Software. Um, went on to do a bunch of other things that have been completely unsuccessful Aw, poor <laughs> so, guy. and just you know I mean whatever he made diakatana, which at the time was like this big vaporware product that ended up being garbage he He talks a lot of smack um he actually released a really cool mobile game that is sun designed um last year i don 't remember it was something about taco trucks it was supposed to be really good but oh. uh, <laughs> he um is releasing a eighteen level um WAD pack for the original Doom Doom that came out in 1993 you have to actually own a registered copy of this game to play it because it's the only way to play these WAD packs um, well, I mean, explain
0: to me WAD pack I, um, yeah. it's,
1: it's what they called um, level packs for okay. Doom, um, I, WAD stands for something, I don't know what okay. um, something, something Doom would be my guess um, but so this is going, it's it's going to be called um, oh shoot sig- Sigil Um, 18 levels. It's going to have nine single player and nine multiplayer that you, you have to have the original Doom to play. You can buy this with a, in like a giant expensive pack that includes, um, at the end of, I'm going to. I can't remember Doom one or Doom two, whichever it was, there was a secret room that you go to that actually had uh, John Romero's head on a spike. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and if you buy the uh, like the super fancy edition, like if you were to buy this game, it's the edition you would buy. Okay, you'll get a like <laughs> resin statue. I would I see what you're saying? <laughs> you get a resin statue of John Romero's head on the spike. Are you serious? Yeah. Tell so. Us. Like, That's awesome! It's one hundred and sixty-six dollars, and it is the Beast Box Edition. <laughs> so it's going to be forty bucks. I'm I, I don't even know. Um, but so
0: you, you, but you can't just buy this. No, you. I believe you, you have actually to.
1: have to have Doom. It's an expansion pack for Doom. Um, although I will say, I think Doom actually went open sourced at some point too. So yeah, I
0: thought it was like freeware. Or Yeah, or I think they open something. sourced
1: Doom, so you may be able to like. Compile it or maybe someone else will be able to compile it into a working version. I mean, at this point, I think you could probably also pirate Doom and be pretty much okay. Yeah, I think you'd be fine. Um, But I just love that John Romero, who I mean is a legendary designer, is coming out with a Level pack for a game that, what's, I don't even know how many years ago that is, 25?
0: Right now it's 24, again, and when yeah. it comes out next year, it'll be 25. Twenty
1: five. crazy, man. Like, I still distinctly remember buying Doom. Um, my brother and I bought it at Media Play, which I don't know if that was a regional store. I think it was a pretty big store. It went out of mm-hmm. business in, probably in the late 90s. Um and you I we bought it as shareware and it had the first shareware that's what yeah I was it had the first like it. three or four levels on it and then you had to like pay them to un- get a code that would unlock all the other levels in mm-hmm. it so it was a OG big, pay to
0: play what? yeah
1: I I tell you man like Doom was a big part of my childhood um and Doom two as well so yeah I
0: never I tried getting into it but I again that was never my never my yeah.
1: jam. Yeah, it was a big thing for me. And I'm like I made wad levels for years. So not not good ones. Real <laughs> real bad ones. But I mean me and my brother spent like almost the entire summer just making Doom level, so it was cool. I, I can't say this is something I will actually play, but maybe
0: I don't know. It's interesting. Um, One thing you are playing, which you seem to be liking, but not a lot of people are. I think I'm the only person in the world. I think you and like three other people. My brother likes it. My dad's
1: my dad's liking it, kind of. Okay. So
0: Um, Fallout seventy six, they are just not catching a break. It seems like every time I open like an article from Kotaku (laughs) or IGN or something there's something new that Bethesda has done. It's it's never good news. Trying to trying to do good things that people are just like, no, you suck. Yeah. So, um, Fallout 76 new ultra wide mode is, um, not making people happy.
1: Yeah, so this is for people that have those like ridiculous like it's those monitors you look, you're like, how does that thing stand up? Like they're, they're, you know, um, (laughs) In the beta, they had an ultra-wide mode, and then, of course, people um, ruined this for themselves because they were using the ultra-wide mode to cheat. Um, and I don't know how, but I'm sure it had something to do with resolution or frame rates or oh, yeah, something. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if you open up the field yeah, of view
0: even more, like, you're going to be able to see more. It's going to look but, like but crap. outside of that, like, oh, I mean, yeah.
1: most, most games actually have an ultra-wide mode, and that's just what it is. You get more peripheral on the side. Right, right. And so I think they were actually using it to cheat, uh, you know, actually cheat, not just have a wider view. Um and so Bethesda's like we don't have time to fix this so we're just gonna shut it off oh god um and they're like but we'll fix it post launch and so they did and apparently it's really bad um it's just like instead of actually having ultra wide mode it just stretches the uh, sixteen nine view and it just doesn't look good and apparently there are people on the PC who have actually uh just released you know like fan made patches that are actually better than the official patch um. And so people are just disappointed. And the other thing it fixed, uh, there's a uh, there's an event in the game called Feed the People, and it's bugged. And so when you did the event, everyone on the entire server would get a can of dog food, and they fixed that. And now people are like, well, this sucks. We, li- we liked it when it fed everyone on the server. Right. Can you put it back? <laughs> so everything about this update just didn't work um they they're, they're going to try and get another patch out before the end of the year but I, like i don't even know where this game goes from here like i'm having a lot of fun in it still but it it needs a little help and some tlc like and maybe 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 someone but Bethesda just probably needs to figure out how making these kinds of games work you know like there's some growing pains to your first kind of games as a service constantly evolving growing games and and maybe Bethesda just needs you know, a couple of weeks to kind of get their head around how to manage player feedback and how to manage their update cycle and how to manage doing what people want and doing it right. So we'll see. I mean, you know, it's it's a new year soon. So maybe 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 twenty nineteen is the year of Fallout seventy six.
0: Hopefully. That would be that would be good. Right. So yeah. Um yeah, and I still I, I keep seeing it. I mean, it's it's on sale.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, Always now. Oh yeah, it's like thirty five bucks.
0: Yeah, so I kinda wanna do it, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah.
1: I Um, I Yeah. I would hesitate to say like run out and buy it right now at thirty five bucks because I kinda wonder if you'll be able to buy it for twenty in two months. So but you know, this could be also like that kind of like no man's sky kind of thing where like if it gets cheap, pick it up because a year from now it might be a great game. You never know. It's a good game now, so, right? Yeah.
0: Okay, so, sorry. I'm also doing work at the same time. <laughs> How's it going? It's all right. Nice. Um, all right. If you're a Fortnite player, unlike me, well, um, there's swords. Swords. When did those? Is that new? So this is
1: so. So Epic made a series of games called um, Infinity Blade, and these were oh, right. these were games that were iOS only, and effectively what they existed to do was show how amazing of a game you could put out on an iPhone. And mm. so there was infinity Blade one, two and three. If you've watched any of the like iOS launch events, they often were super highlighted. There, there was a lot of, um, there was just a lot of push around them. It, they were actually made by, um, I want to say chair games, um, which was based in Provo. Um, and written by one of my favorite authors, um, Brandon Sanderson. So oh, nice. they, there's a lot of production around, you know, kind of a wacky iOS game. But anyway, Epic pulled those games from the iOS store and just said, like, essentially, it's it's gotten to the point where it's too hard to keep these games running under iOS changes and different, you know, evolutions of the Unreal Engine and so on and so forth. So instead of instead of having games that don't work very well... Mm -hmm. That are a bad representation of our brand. We're just going to pull them and, you know, maybe we'll figure out something to do with them in the future. And as kind of a, I don't want to say a consolation, but as a uh, kind of a a tribute to, they put the Infinity Sword or the Infinity Blade into Fortnite, which sounds really, really cool because it's, you know, it's it's. It's from Epic and whatever. Unfortunately, it is incredibly unbalanced. It's pretty much a one-hit kill to anyone. So if you you are the person that finds the Infinity Blade, you can just kind of own that that session of the game. The problem being is they're right in the middle of their big qualifying rounds for the $1 million Fortnite tournament. Oh, crap. And that sword is in those qualifying rounds. So... A lot of people are saying, like, my God, I've been working, you know, towards I've been grinding Fortnite for a year to qualify for these tournaments. And all of a sudden it's being destroyed by this single weapon that they just kind of dropped in there without really thinking about it. So it's a really cool looking sword and it's really a cool thing to do, but it's just destroying the balance of the game. So we'll see. Uh, we'll
0: see how that goes.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh-huh, not great. Not yeah. great.
0: Well, but I mean, if it makes it easier, then maybe I'll jump in and play.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's where I'm at, too.
0: Why not? All right. So let's see. What do we have next? The Launcher Wars. This is where I got a little um, tongue tied. A little? In the all-little tongue tied of the intro. So explain to me what. So, the Launcher Wars, we've got Steam.
1: Steam. We have the new Epic Store.
0: Right. And then we've everybody Gog, else. Blizzard has one. Gog has one. Final um, Fantasy Square has one for Final Square Fantasy. Square has one.
1: Um, uh, what else? Uplay play has one. Yep. Um, Epic has one. Oh, we talked about Epic. Epic has one. So there's just launchers. Bethesda
0: has one. Blizzard has one. What's the point of having a launcher versus just downloading an install file and just running it right off your desktop? Um, I think... What's the point? I think it keeps
1: you in that ecosystem a little bit more. It lets... You know, so when you load up the Epic launcher... Epic's probably not the best example just because now they have a store. So like Final
0: Fantasy XIV.
1: Probably a better example is the Blizzard launcher. Okay. So... They every time you have to load up that launcher because you want to play World of Warcraft or you wanna play Overwatch, Overwatch or you wanna play um Heroes of the Storm, sure. Hots, I think. Um they can they can push other things at you. You know, hey, have you know your your update I mean, you're playing this. Do you want to play Hots or hey, you know, did you know that you can get you know upgrades to your characters in Overwatch by playing Hots okay. or you know, but they also can control how upgrades get applied. They can control how, you know, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of control in having your own launcher. Okay. You can put stuff in front of people and you can control your ecosystem a little bit better as opposed to saying like, hey, Steam, just manage stuff. Right. Um, okay. but I, I think a I lot of people, something. yeah, I think a lot of people are getting a little bit fatigued in it and, um, and a lot of people really... For better or for worse, like Steam, because it's just a one-stop shop for everything. Um, But what we're starting to see now is... The inability to play those games elsewhere or pre-purchase um, those games elsewhere. elsewhere. So, for instance, right now, Rage 2, you cannot buy via Steam. You have to buy it via, via the Bethesda launcher. Um, it, Fallout 76 was the same way. You cannot buy it via Steam. You may be able to now, but you couldn't pre-order it by anything but the Bethesda launcher. Okay. And so we're getting to the point where there's more and more and more and more of these that you can't. I mean, you know, when you want to play Origins, you open up Uplay. You don't run that via Steam, I assume.
0: I, I, play, I play it on my Xbox, so I couldn't oh, tell you. So you, <laughs> so you don't, don't do know.
1: any. But like when I played it, I was playing it via Uplay. If you want to play Fortnite, you have to load it up via the Epic launcher. And, and now we're getting to the point oh, where yeah. so I've you got know that. the Steam library is you know, we're seeing a lot of competition from Epic. And so now you have Epic and Steam. And mm-hmm. you've got to manage installs for both these games. But the, the question is, is is it – like, there are some clear advantages for consumers, for gamers. Um, price, competition, um, <laughs>
0: okay. price competition.
1: Price competition. Price um, competition. I would say the competition of having more than one store is always a good thing. Competition is, by the nature of things, the way we fuel innovation. So, right. Well,
0: and also, I mean, you've got the actual developer or or – close enough to, or at least you've got the actual publisher yeah. controlling how how quickly how that content's going to be coming yeah. to you anyway. Because if you've got, like, Steam is managing your stuff, they push an update to Steam, Steam's not necessarily going to jump right on that. It might have to go, well, I don't know, Steam's kind of yeah. like the Wild West.
1: Well, and it also, like, I mean, every once in a while, when you have as many games as I do, and even though I don't play a lot of them, I still have a ton of them installed just because mm-hmm. I'm dumb, because I might want to play that one day. Mm-hmm. Like, course. every once in a while, I'll go into my Steam library I'm like, cue this update, and I'm like, why is it updating? I'm like, oh, it's because there's 30 other things in front of it, and you know, so they have to, like, push it up so it actually right. does the updates first, whereas, you know, in Blizzard, like, Overwatch is probably always up to date for me. Oh, I'm sure. Um But I think it's going to be really interesting to see how, how far game companies can push hey, everything has to have its own launcher before people just say, like, no, stop. Right. Um, I mean, it's getting to the point now where not quite, but if you want to play a AAA game on the PC, it's almost got its own launcher. And that's getting, you
0: that's know. kind of annoying.
1: I mean, when you think about it, like, you know, EA kind of goes through Origins. Ubisoft has Uplay. Bethesda has Bethesda's. Um, <laughs> Activision has Battle.net. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know what it's called. Hmm. But, like, that's a lot of... Of different launchers. and But, I mean, ultimately, I don't know how significantly different it is than back in the day when you just had to launch every game separately either. so, and, and you can do things like in Steam where you can add games that aren't part of Steam to Steam and launch them from it. Um, but then I don't know, like, if you lose some of the advantages of updates and so on and so forth. So hmm.
0: it's, it's just an interesting thing that... Yeah, like, of all things to be making news, I never thought this would be one of them. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But, uh, like, people
1: are... Just mad about it.
0: And well, on my PS4 and my Switch and my Xbox, I don't have to deal with a separate launcher. That's true. It's just so the Xbox go. launcher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the weird PS4 crossbar. Although you know, thing I right. will say
1: that yeah, you don't have to deal with a d- different launcher, but it is obnoxious how many games want you to have an account in order to do things. But on the I Xbox hate having to the
0: input my my mm-hmm. info like with this tap 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 click yeah. tap 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 tap. Rockstar
1: click. wants you to be in the uh, what's it called um the Rockstar Club Yeah Rockstar has one but I Rockstar don't
0: Rockstar has one, Ubisoft has one, Epic. EA has
1: one, Epic has one like it's
0: and I have to, I've had to log into all of those and it's real Oh okay so that's annoying Yeah too. it's kind of Never annoying mind. Xbox is still fun but we all yeah, still have our version of it
1: It is annoying. Um although I will say in this next thing I will tell you why that might not be the worst thing in the world.
0: Yeah, okay. So So Epic has announced that they um have launched or are launching? It has launched. Or... They okay. have their
1: store. Steam competitor. There's already a couple of things in it. Um, not a huge amount of stuff. Right. But there's some there's some cool stuff and stuff that right now you could only get there. Um, okay. Like the new Supergiant Games game. Like, did you play Bastion? Or yeah. yeah. So their new game that was announced at the Game Awards is called Hades, and it looks super dope. It's like a Diablo... Um, uh, Oh, shoot. What do they call those games where if when you die, it starts over? A rogue? Uh, Yes. It's like a Diablo-style roguelike, I think. Oh, wow. Um, But it's set, like, you're actually Hades, like the Greek god Hades. What? Um, And, like, so there's Zeus in it, and it looks really, really cool. I would like to play that. It's only in the Epic Store um Super Meat Boy um Forever Super Meat Boy Forever is going to launch exclusively in the Epic Store. There's a bunch of games that are coming out and saying, "Hey, we are only going to launch in the Epic Store," probably huh. because they're getting that that better cut of money. Absolutely. Um and I would assume that Epic is also making it worth it, I would guess that there right are now, deals there are going like, on yeah. right now to to make it better. But there are a ton of games being announced right now that will only be coming out in the Epic Store. So, again, it's kind of this weird like is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I don't know. We'll see. But you probably want to get used to the Epic Store existing and that Uh-oh. you may have to look for games there. And games that previously had, like, release dates on Steam now don't. So there there are games that were planning to come out on Steam that are now pulling back. Uh-oh. Um but in a bit of news that I didn't actually put in this that is very cool, the Epic folks have also said they are going to uh, release for free the framework that they use for Fortnite to allow crossplay, so oh, wow. um, across seven systems. So consoles, PC, phones, all those things, they're going to let, in 2019, they're going to let any developer who wants to use that, regardless of whether they're using the Unreal Engine, regardless of what, have access to that. So, what that means is, is we're going to have a whole
0: bunch of different Battle Royale games? No. <laughs> when
1: PlayStation finally gets their whatever together and says, okay, hey, we're finally going to release co- crossplay, instead of each company having to build their own system to oh, okay. implement crossplay, they'll just be able to take Epics and plug it into their game. And I'm sure it's not quite that, that easy. easy. Like, it's not a, just a giant block that you plug in right, your game. Right. But I'm
0: sure that that's going to take. Away, a whole a lot of work, huge to, of work. It's like somebody's already figured out how to do it.
1: It'll do account syncing. It'll do item syncing. It'll wow. do all of that that hard work. And so, even though it sucks that you may have to log in to all those different launchers, mm-hmm. um, hopefully, the Epic one will be the one that you have to log into that actually does something. Oh, nice. Um, and and that will hopefully be hopefully be crossplay and cross items and cross all that stuff. So, Epic is. Epic, epic is a company epic. to watch right now. Yeah, like they are totally right. for a company that, like, I always knew who they were. I mean, Epic's been a, a big player in games for twenty years. I'm going to say twenty something years. Like, right. I mean, I mean, even probably longer than that. Like, they were Jazz Jackrabbit. They were um, <laughs>
0: like, like, not the name I ever expected to hear. <laughs>
1: Jazz Jazz, Jazz Jack Created by Cliffy
0: B. So,
1: you know, but they, you know, Unreal was a huge thing. Um, Gears of War was a huge thing. Like Epic has been a player, but they've always been that kind of like not quite indie, but, you know, not quite. Mm -hmm. you, You don't put them with Bungie. You don't put them with. You know,
0: they were the kid in school that was friends with all the band geeks and friends with all the jocks. Yeah. And and have done. That's uh, what it was. Uh, you know, like everyone who they are and knows they make
1: cool games. They also make some kind of weird games and kind of crappy yeah. games and whatever. And when Fortnite came out, we all kind of looked at it and said, like, know, whatever. Fortnite it's like the looks. quarterback
0: who wrote poetry and sang. Yeah.
1: And then all of a sudden, like, they've dub- doubled their market value in a year and all of a sudden have money to just throw around and are doing all these cool, cool things.
0: Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They're the a company kind of to okay watch. In, the kind of OK kid in high school yeah. that was friends with just about everybody and hit the lottery when he was like, 92. yeah, that, that's me,
1: except I didn't hit the lottery. Right.
0: uh Well, there's all your news that is news that we want to talk about this week. So there you go. All right, questions this week from Alan Schulte, Man Sox, Eddie, Turn Down For What, and Hello, My Name Is Vinny. How are you, sir? Vinny. It's hmm. so good to hear that Quite voice. Viniford. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Vinny. Who is your main in smash Bros, super smash bros. And with the announcement of Joker coming to smash bros, Joker from persona five, um, what character would you like to see come to smash? Even if it's not a Nintendo character, I will tell
1: you of all the presentations that I did not care at all about. <laughs> the game awards was Joker, a character from a game. I've not played coming to smash brothers, a game that I have also not played.
0: <laughs> well, well, I think it's just the significance of a game that yeah. has been uh, because Persona has been that's a been, PS4 game that's a PlayStation that's a Sony yep. game. I want to say no, those were Vita games. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. a it's a PlayStation game. So
0: 100%. that's the significance of, yeah. of that character coming in. As far as who my main right now would be, I'm going to just say it and admit it. It's Kirby because he's pretty easy to use and get into the game with, and I'm not that good at it. So I'm going to stick with Kirby for now. I know that's kind of like a, you loser, kind of <laughs> thing, but that's that's what I'm going with. Eventually, I'd like to be good with, like, you know, Zero Suit Samus or, or you know, any of the, the other yeah. people stuff. Yeah, I think I like Captain Falcon because you falcon punch.
1: You don't Captain, even understand. What's
0: Captain Falcon Captain from? Captain Falcon. He's from F-Zero.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I have never yeah. played Super Smash Bros. Yep. In my entire life. You should. So I do not have a main. Um, okay. If I did, I actually was... Sadly, you said that because I think Samus would be... Like, I think that would be cool. Um, Samus I, is cool. I like... But just, um,
0: I want to say that right now there's... I think there's... <laughs> Three versions yeah. in the game. I think there's, and I could totally be wrong because I'm in no way a Smash Bros. like super fan. But I think there's like Samus. There's Zero Suit Samus, and I want to say there's a uh, Metroid Other M. Oh, that could be. Yeah, yeah. I think that's another. There's what seventy two
1: characters in this game. So
0: yeah, something seventy uh, four. Yeah, um, are the Street Fighter
1: guys? I heard Ryu and Ken's in it, right? I believe so. See, like that might be my jam because I already kind of know how they work. So, right. so that might well, be, well, you
0: think that's how they work, but that's not how they work in this no. game because the move sets are completely different. Crap. So. so
1: I don't, I don't know who my main is. I, I will make an effort to play this game at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'll let you know,
0: um, um, as far as a character I'd like to see come to smash, even if it's not a Nintendo character, hmm.
1: I want uh Mickey mouse from the kingdom hearts games because <laughs> he's, he's. Tough in those games, he? like he's he's oh yeah, he's a. I've not played him. He's he's pretty badass. Okay, um, he's he's tough. So I think that'd be cool.
0: Um, you know, I would be okay with any of the characters from the Hot Shots Golf series. <laughs> I think that'd be kind of funny. That'd be fun. Well, they already have some wacky like like they got We the, Fit trainers. yeah, the We Fit trainers in there. So, <laughs> is so weird, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So maybe something like that, that'd or be even cool. um, and you love those games, yeah, or or oh, one of the characters from Assassin's Creed. Oh that'd, that'd be, cool. be pretty cool. Yeah yeah
1: yeah, some stealth kills.
0: Oh yeah, what about um oh what if you could get the what if you could get like the big giant warhorse from Red Dead 2 in there? <laughs> like if we cuz if they're just going crazy. I mean they're throwing Piranha Using plants stump. in Right? Yeah. You got Piranha Plant coming like early twenty nineteen, so yeah, yeah. why not throw this giant horse from Red Dead Two?
1: I heard it I think another twenty-five characters in mm-hmm. this game. It's five packs of five. Mm-hmm. Nuts.
0: And I've already got my code. Oh, that's another thing, by the way. If if you pre-ordered this game, you got um you get Piranha Plant uh with the first DLC uh, as a character. Just a heads up, if you ordered it, you already have that code probably sitting in your email. Um I read an article, I think it was Kotaku or IGN, one of the two. And sure enough, I went to my email and there is a code that's been sitting there since I bought it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you can plug that into um, your settings in the game. And when that re- DLC pack is released, it will automatically uh, pop up on your screen. You just follow Very the cool.
1: So Very cool. All
0: right, there's that. Turned down for what? Wants to know if you could pick a video game to get a Christmas makeover DLC, what would it be? And who would you like to see? He would like to see God of War use some version of Saint Nick is that a great idea though so good <laughs> oh, oh boy <laughs> um and be given either the villain treatment or be a super powered playable character okay okay so so small
1: aside <laughs> i listened to the turndown for what song I, that's bad that's, oh yeah that's, how did you miss that song i've never heard it before oh, so i listened to it yeah it's,
0: dj snake and Lil Jon. sure it's the, did you oh. have you seen the music video i have not the music video is insane. All right, I will watch so, the music video. So worth it. All right. Um, all right, so a video game to get a Christmas makeover and or DLC.
1: One thing I will tell you is that Rocket League's Christmas makeover, Rocket League's seasonal makeovers in general are great. I really, really, really like that. That mm-hmm. is not my choice, but that is something I really enjoy. So oh, Okay. Um. Let's see. What game would have a cool, cool Christmas layover?
0: Oh. I mean... Ugh. Destiny, do, they do a Christmas thing, do they? Yeah, they did. I remember they did a Christmas thing in the first Destiny. Oh, I can just imagine like going back to. There was. I remember pl- having a snowball fight.
1: Oh, that'd be real cool. Pretty sure. Like it would, it would have to be like, I don't want it in the, so when you play destiny two, you know how you have that, the first, um, kind of social space, which is like the farm mm-hmm. and then you, you eventually See, go to the I'm second the... social space. I want it to be at the farm though. Like that seems like just a fun place that would have just snow and, and Christmas lights and they do have the soccer field. See, and so maybe you could, that's what I'm getting confused with. There's a soccer field. You can have a snowball fight there. That'd be super fun. I yeah, like I, I know lot.
0: that I remember seeing Christmas lights or something in in Destiny at some point. Maybe but, you, it was know, you Destiny, may be Destiny, right. So Kevin, remember.
1: Kevin will tell us.
0: Yeah. Kevin will tell Please us. Please let us know. Yeah. Um, let's see a Christmas makeover. Hmm. How about? Uh, well, I'm sure they've already done it. Fortnite, I'm sure. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, they've got PUBG. one. They PUBG, got, the got snow a, map a snow map coming. Yeah, it's uh, already in the, the test realm. So. Is it? Hmm. How about original Mario Brothers? Like can you, or, or Super Mario World. Can you imagine that with like a, a like because I mean, there are already the ice levels. So like you right. already know how that game works when it's snowy out. But what if they made the entire game snowy? Can you imagine how absolutely terrible that would be? Oh, like yeah. having that slip slidey effect on every single level, <laughs> except maybe the, the dungeons because they're inside. Right. So
0: <laughs> I'd like to, I mean, it would be kind of cool if like Assassin's Creed Origins in Egypt had a Christmas makeover. Does it snow?
1: I don't think it snows there.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. That's the thing. I don't think it snows. So to see maybe the giant, the Great Pyramids covered in snow yeah. and all these people who are used to it being sunny and you're in a desert freezing,
1: that would be fun. All right. I'm looking up right now. Does it snow in Egypt? I'm sure parts of it. Uh, it did in 2013, the Middle East it had a cold snap and, uh, it was the first snow in 112 years. Well, there you go. There you go. So
0: there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would, I would think, well, I think it'd be cool just to throw snow into that whole like environment. Yeah. I like it. I think it'd be great. Um, and yeah, that's what I would, that's what I'd say. Good call. Yeah. All right, we're done. Yeah. Uh, thank you, turned down for what? Eddie wants to know what five video game characters would make. Can you tell it's the holidays? <laughs> uh, what five video game characters would make for an amusing Christmas caroling team? I know we've
1: been told that we're not allowed to choose Kratos for anything, but, but that dude sings a solid bass. Yeah, like that. He like that brings a up a real good, mm-hmm. real good lows.
0: Um, Mickey for the highs, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Let's see. Mickey's your soprano. So, so we got a bass, baritone, alto, tenor, soprano. Oh, perfect. So I don't oh, know. Look at that! Wow, yeah, how there's did five. I do it's that? perfect.
1: <laughs> and I don't know what any of those mean. So bass is
0: Kratos. Yeah. Baritone's the step up. And a hmm. baritone, then tenor, and then alto. And then, okay, so I'm pretty sure I got that right. It's been a long time since I was yeah. in a music class. So we got Kratos. Yeah. Then we've got. Baritone, I would probably say, um, oh, what's the dude from Red Dead 2? What's his Uh, name? Arthur Arthur. Morgan. So
1: Arthur Morgan. I bet you he's got a terrible singing voice. I'm
0: sure he does. Yeah, yeah. So let's throw him in there for baritone. So tenor. That's kind uh, of like a mid-range. Yeah. I'm a tenor. You're a tenor. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say kind of a a mid-range dude. Yes. So, hmm. Hmm. oh, Nathan Drake. Perfect. Yeah. He seems like a very average dude. Yeah. Normal dude. Um, I'll tell if I'm correct. I'm pretty sure I'm not looking this up. So if I'm wrong, you can scream at your podcast machine.
1: That's yeah. fine. Machine. I hope you have an actual a physical phone. machine <laughs> for your podcasting.
0: Um, so let's say for that, let's, who's just like, who's kind of annoying, See, and this, I don't want to say Atreus because that's... See,
1: this seems like a real, like, like Luigi to me. Like, Luigi seems oh, like yeah. you would have kind of a... Yeah, yeah, Luigi, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Luigi and, and, and then, then Mickey. Then Mickey, perfect. There you go. So we've got Kratos, we've got Arthur Morgan, we've got Nathan Drake, we've got Luigi, and we've got Mario. Our, our Caroline group's a bit of a sausage fest, but hey, it happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they're all led by a female director. Or choral director. Princess Let's Peach brings Princess it together. Peach. Exactly. She tells everybody how terrible they are. Uh, there you go, Eddie. Thanks for that. That was fun. Uh, Mansox, what is your favorite? Up next, Mansocks wants to know, what is your favorite ethnicity of food? Now, I'm sh- ma- trying to make sure we ask that question properly. Yeah, I don't know if food climate. has an ethnicity. Yeah, I don't know, but I think you know what we're trying to people
1: say. People of ethnicities eat food.
0: Yes. yes, cultural cuisines. Mm. Maybe something like that. Um, I love Indian food so very much. Same. Um, I also really, really dig Vietnamese food. I don't think I've had enough of it to say yes or no. Pho? Have you had pho? I am, oh, pho's okay. Yeah, pho. Yeah. Okay. I like um, the
1: idea of pho a lot. So Does that good. count?
0: Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, I yeah, I really like Indian food. I like Vietnamese, um, and I really, really love Greek food. I think I love all the foods. Like, like food.
1: Because I'm like, General. I really love Indian food. Like, I love Indian food. Mm-hmm. I love Thai food. Mm. I love Mexican food. Mm. I love Italian food. <laughs> like,
0: mm-hmm. no. I'm really hungry now. <laughs> right?
1: And I'm, Greek foods. I had Greek food two days ago. It was delicious. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah. So, I, if I had to. I will say that on almost every like special occasion we go, we go and get Indian food. There's a great place that has Indian food that's just amazing in like the U District, and we drive 45 minutes to go eat there, and I love it. Nice. Um, but I get like a hankering, hankering <laughs> for Thai food that will not shut up until I eat Thai food. No so.
0: I love Thai food, too. So those are our foods. Now, Alan uh, Schulte wants to follow that up with spicy food. How spicy is too spicy? Because Thai food, as you know, most Thai restaurants, you can ask like they offer zero to, to, five. You one to or one, yeah, to five. Zero to, yeah. one to five, zero to five, whatever. Um, for me, so when I go to a Thai restaurant, I typically scare the server or whoever's taking the order because I want mine to be a three and a half to four. And a lot of the times four is what people, they recommend for people who like it spicy go to. Yeah. Or like it hot. And I like it hot. I'm uh,
1: pretty solid across the board. Three. Um, and the problem with three is that it's so dependent on where you're eating. Like sometimes a three is, but I think it depends on not only where you're eating, but the, like literally where you're eating. Mm -hmm. Because when I lived in Utah, a three was like not great. Um, like (laughs) that was, I mean, there, I, I remember places where I'd have to go in Utah, um, and I'm like, I want it really, 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 like, go find someone who is cooking this food and ask them what they like it. And then say, like, a non-average white dude wants to eat this food. <laughs> Ooh, three. <laughs> right. Um, whereas here, I think because Seattle's a way more ethnic, Ethnically there's a lot of more diversity here. Yeah. Um, like a three is usually pretty solid but often is not quite spicy enough. Mm-hmm. So like three and a half but then sometimes every once in a while you'll get a three and you'll go like, oh my god, my nose is on fire and <laughs> it's bad. So, so
0: we've got um, some friends of ours, John and Gabron. Uh, and Gabron is from Chihuahua, Mexico. Oh. Yeah. And he likes stuff spicy. We'll go to the movies and he'll get some a tub of popcorn mm-hmm. and he will legit empty the hot, the sliced jalapenos on top of his popcorn. Interesting. Well, so he likes it that spicy. For his birthday or as a gift at one point Kevin got him uh, this ghost pepper hot sauce, Oof. which ghost peppers are some of the hottest like yeah. peppers you can get to the point where this jar has a warning on it. Yeah. Keep away from kids, you know. Don't leave just you have this is one of those where you have to keep a label Be on safe. it. Be safe. Yeah. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, or when we were over there for Smash Bros. last week, somebody took a bite of it, Ooh. and it was just a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. And it was they were like, what is going on? Yeah. Why am I dying? Why is my mouth peeling from the inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think to
1: me, like, there's a big he difference ah, between, um, like, Mexican pepper spice and the spices that you get in Thai food or Indian food. Yeah. Like, to me, those spices taste very differently, and I can go way spicier on... The like kind of Asian spicy side than I can with just jalapenos and that kind of stuff on like yeah. the Mexican side of food. I don't know what the difference is,
0: but well, because I think that there's a spice, there's a spicy for flavor, and then there's a spicy for, for you. Just want to be, you yeah. want to feel hot, you want to torture yourself, yeah. yeah. Or or they're looking at you going, hey, look at this white guy, try this.
1: But <laughs> I so I used to work um, at a couple companies actually that had um, a lot of people come over from India and work at our location. And uh, it was always hilarious to go out for Indian food with them because they're, like, just, like, bring it on. You know, right. like, they're they're talking to the servers, <laughs> you know, in a in language, language that I don't speak. Right. And, like, bring it on. And, and you know, then they go to the next guy, and he's like, oh, I'll just love what he's having. Like, I'm just as manly as him. And, like, you know, they're just eating their food, and the dude next to him is, like, tears Dying. running down their face, <laughs> not coming out their nose. Like, yeah, like, it looks exactly the same to me, so. Yep.
0: Spicy's uh, good, though. Spicy's so good. So mm-hmm. good. All right. Thank you for that question and all the questions. If you have questions for us, uh, you can drop them in our Discord, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. will take you right there. Um, or you can send us messages on Facebook or the Twitter. Please. All right. Cheap free games this month on Game Pass. Uh, lots happening this month.
1: Well, we talked last week about Game Pass. and I'm like, oh, I guess there's just like three or four games coming out. And then all of a sudden oh. they're like, Oof. oh, by the way, there's all these two. Right.
0: Um Mortal Kombat X, which is fantastic. And I'm super excited for Mortal Kombat Eleven. Yeah, so that yeah. So bloody. violent, gross. Yeah. Um Ashen is already available as well. So
1: this is a new Annapurna game, day one release on uh Game Pass for free, um, whereas it is oh, not yeah. free everywhere else. It's supposed to be kind of like a I really want to play it. It's supposed to be kind of um souls-esque, but without the crap that is dark souls it sounds like a really fun story too yeah so. and it
0: actually got a pretty solid review yeah, it looks a great really good on ign so yeah, I'm definitely excited check about that, that out um also kingdom two crowns that is available uh now as well uh spin tires mud runner
1: <laughs> i don't I actually own this game on the pc i've never played it it's literally is it just, a racing game no it is okay. a you driving giant trucks with Four wheel drive and 74 tires through weird environments with mud and trying not to get stuck.
0: Oh, it's, that's it's really weird, but I'm into it. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, what else do we have here? We've got Pro Evolution Soccer 19 that is going to be available probably by the time you're listening to this on December 13th. And then following the rest of the month tomorrow, if you're listening on Thursday, we've got Below. Now, on the Below 14th. is a,
1: another big deal, day is one it? release coming to Xbox on Game Pass and being paid everywhere else. It's by Cappy Games, and I've been waiting for this game for, like, a year and a half. It looks well, absolutely go. just spectacular. So now, so. do
0: you own Hellblade to do a sacrifice I already? Do. Okay, yeah, I do too. And, I mean, I'm probably going to play it again. Uh, Hellblade to do a sacrifice is going to be available on December 17th. Ori and the Blind Forest, which I already own, and if you don't own it by now... Fine, but man, go play, you play it. this game. Ooh. Uh, it's December 20th. Also, so uh, Shadow Warrior 2 is going to be available on December 20th. Uh, over on the Epic Store, are these free? Yeah, so this is what? a new thing.
1: Epic, the Epic Store, every two weeks, is going to release a free game or two. Oh, no. no, that's yes. Every two weeks, they're going to release it. a new game. <laughs>
0: So for the latter half of December the 14th through the 27th, you can pick up Subnautica for free. Great game. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, And then the 28th through January 10th, you can get Super Meat Boy. Also a great game. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm dying. Don't die. Um, New batch of NES games for their uh, online service. What do we have here? Let's see.
1: talk about it. I just got a warning that my ad blocker was on. Uh, So they are going to give you Adventures of Lolo, Ninja Gaiden, and Wario's Woods. Um, But you are also going to get the special edition game. So they did a special edition release of Zelda Mm -hmm. um, that made the game a little uh, more palatable, I suppose, to today's audiences. And then there was also a... I want to say a special edition release of Metroid,
0: maybe? Well, Dr. Mario and Metroid are both getting the oh, SP treatment. okay. So, uh, so that's it. there's
1: another SP1. I don't remember what it was. Um Hans and I talked about it. Gradius. Yeah, Gradius we talked about it, it on an 8-Bit Bytes. So, yeah. So um, the it, these games just make it a little bit easier for you to get into them. The uh, special edition of Mario um, drops you in. And a little further into the game, um, Metroid has uh, gets you all of Samus' abilities and places you right before uh, the end. So it just gives you a little bit easier entry into these games if you haven't played them before. Actually, maybe it lets you see the ending. Like I don't know how many people have actually beat Metroid, but uh, I know I, did. I didn't. Oh, I did back in the day.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yep. All right. Well, there's all your free games, and we're going to are ra- your free and cheap games. So there you go. Let's wrap it up with a troll corner. And this week in the corner, we have the gamers. Gamers. Uppercase Uh, G
1: gamers. Uppercase G That's how I like to say them. They're Uh, they're gamers. They're just
0: Mm. bleh. They're quote unquote gamers. gamers. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. So let's talk about this because I've also got some gamers to kind of talk crap about.
1: So uh, this is gamers again um, being pissed that everything isn't for them and is it's like review bombing? yeah the review bombing so csgo um which is a game that came out a long time ago um valve made free to play um i'm gonna say two or three weeks ago it seems like and i was like oh cool like i've always kind of wanted to play csgo but i never wanted to pay the money to get into it like that might be a fun thing to do and 14,000 people left a negative review in a single day, followed by 4,000 the next day being mad that, you know, they had to pay for this game God knows how many years ago. And now people are Five getting years it ago. for
0: free. It's like, stop, people. Like just Do they not understand that that basically happens when, let's say, you go to see a movie yeah. in the theater. Oh, you just paid $10 to see this movie. And then eight months later, it's on... Television.
1: Basic cable. It's it's just ridiculous Come to be on. upset about this. And like the only thing I will say that maybe they have a very, very vague complaint about is uh, it has this idea of prime matchmaking. And that used to be a thing that you could only get into if you'd like registered and given your phone number and so on and so forth. And now everyone who owned the game previously, so everyone who's paid for the game, is now in prime matchmaking. They're afraid it's going to have, you know, cause problems with, um, People that are cheating, so on and so forth, and maybe it will. But you know what?
0: That's. I mean, the game is still the game. It's and, like, and
1: this is this is the equivalent of those those dumb Amazon reviews where you go in, and you're like, I'm trying to find out if this product is good or not, and you read that review, like showed up damaged. I'm like,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's, that's exactly not helpful. Their
1: fault. That is not helpful at all. I don't. I don't care. You know, if you got 300 hours into this game. You probably enjoyed those three hundred hours. Tell me about those, not how mad you are that they gave it away f- to someone for free, right. because that's what a review should be, not this bullshit. Fortunately, Steam actually adjusts for this now. So oh, good,
0: good, good. good. Um, so, and I don't know if we've got any any of the people in this group on Facebook uh, that I'm in listening. So I'm in a group called Bears Be Gaming. Um, it's for the gay bear gamer community. A um, lot of people in there. A lot of cool people in there. Um, but it's one of those where it's like, if it's not for you, why are you going to bother bringing somebody else's happy, fun time down? Right. So I don't know if you saw the, the the quick teaser trailer and poster for the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I did. And it's bad. But hey, whatever. It's bad. It looks... Well, Here's the here's the thing. Okay. If you're going to base the entire movie off of that three seconds of something flashing by and a poster that right. doesn't give anything away... I mean, then you probably shouldn't go see the movie, period. I'm then getting, you're the guy that I'm not going to ask what I think I'm your thoughts really, are on I'm really, really,
1: really sick of people judging things before they have any Seriously. option. Do you remember, like, I mean, this is this is a bit old now. Do you remember when they announced that Heath Ledger was going to play the Joker and the Everybody internet went mad? And I'm like, just chill. Like, maybe he's not the best person to play it, but maybe he'll be great. Right. And the internet, rah rah rah. Yeah. And he was it's incredible. Fantastic. Like, don't judge things on posters. Don't judge things on, frankly, don't judge things on previews because previews are often biased and bogus.
0: Like, if you want to judge things based on the poster, judge the graphic designer. Judge the person who approved that poster because the poster is kind of crappy.
1: Well, and usually those posters, though, are not done by the same people making the movie. They hire people. Most trailers are not cut. By the same people that made the movie. There are trailer houses right. that that's all they do is make trailers.
0: So my my peeve is to the people that like this dude posts the quick the, just the poster, just the poster, nothing else. and says, who's excited for this? Um, oh, God, I forget what he said. Uh, oh, who's excited for this? No release date set yet, but coming soon. Yeah. Like and then all it was was legit. Just a whole litany of people commenting about how terrible it looks, yeah. how, how, How who's, who approved this, blah, 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 snarky ass gifts, blah, 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 on and on and on and on and on. And of course, I chime in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, please, quick, cool. Let's everybody jump on the, let's piss on this guy's parade because we're not into the same thing he's into yeah. parade. I'm like, what, why? If it's not for you, he didn't ask. Just shut up. He didn't say, what do you think of this? Yeah. He didn't say, what, do you are you are you not excited for? What do, he didn't say. He what said, do you think? Are of this. you excited for? He this? said, "Who's excited?" Yeah. Meaning, if you are excited, raise your hand. If yeah. you are not excited, sit down and shut up. Somebody, it's made for somebody. Clearly, it's not for you. Move yeah, along. The
1: internet would be so much
0: better of a place if
1: everyone uh, would just I, like. I literally am almost a hundred percent off Facebook because I just can't take people being stupid and negative all the time. Yeah. it's it's just ridiculous. It's dumb. So, stop being dumb to people. Stop the being dicks. Frankly, the world's bad enough.
0: Yeah. Like, there's so many bad things in this world these days. Like, if somebody wants to be excited about a poorly animated, yeah. fuzzy blue guy who runs really, really fast, let him be excited. God,
1: like, don't make it worse. But you know what I'm super excited for? Detective Pikachu.
0: Oh, my God, right? <laughs> Like, and everybody's freaking out about the textures of the Pika- of the, the Pokemon. Like, I'm so excited for that movie. Pikachu looks fuzzy as F, and I want to cuddle him it real bad. It looks hilarious. Yep. Mr. Mime. Oh, like, my God. His skin texture looks creepy, but he looks like I would have thought a Pokemon would look in the real world. I've seen a bunch of movies lately, and every time we see that trailer, I just get like giddy. <laughs> it looks so good. Um, and this is where I will agree with, um, I can't remember who it was on the NVC podcast, but they were like, I just don't know about Ryan Reynolds, you know, being the voice. I think he's a great choice for sure. But based on some of the humor and the lines that he, um, has been, they've, they've, they've given in the trailer, yeah. it's very much like Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. We'll <laughs> so see. I don't we'll know. I, I
1: really want to see it
0: though. I really want to see it. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And I think we've gotten to like May. Oh, I know it's a long time. I know I know. Oh, well. Anyway, is that that? Yeah. Okay, cool. I've got to get out of here and go to dinner and a movie. We're going to see Widows. I'm unfamiliar with that. I it's a might... movie with Viola Davis or Viola Davis um and Liam Neeson plays her husband who dies in a game game or bank heist. Oh, I like Liam Neeson a lot. And that. it's almost like it, it almost looks like a female cast version of um <laughs> I don't know. That sounds great. Something. If I can get home in time, I got to get
1: there by seven. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to go see the 15th anniversary of Elf. Cool.
0: Shut up, Adam. I don't like Will Ferrell. You're dumb. I'm fine with that. Okay.
1: Holmes also looks really good. I'm excited about that. It's Will Ferrell and John C.
0: Riley. Oh, no. Okay. I like Step Brothers. Yes, that, was, that was kind of terribly bad. It was an amazing movie. <laughs> it was so
1: bad. Super good.
0: But, yeah. yeah, all right. Well, cool. We'll have fun with that. I will. And, Dylan, we miss you. We love you. We'll see you soon. You're okay. All right. Find us online podcast mepodcast.com com slash Discord uh, to join our chat there, um, slash Humble Bundle to check out the Humble Bundle affiliate link we've got. Except it's just slash humble. Did I say humble bundle? You did. So okay. humble. Sorry. Uh, so you can do that and patreon.com slash bite me podcast as well as all the socials at bite me podcast. Please. Okay. Bite me.